0: Hey, sweetheart, good afternoon. I've been granted favor to get on here and talk to you once again. You know, on your end, I'm filled with a lot of questions. But I just thank God that I continue to be Christ-like. I don't have any ultimatums for you. That's not the heart of God. We don't walk in pressure. We don't be pressured or try to release pressure if we, you know, operate in the fruits of the Spirit. You know, the opposite of pressure is patience, you know, and a lot of things that are allowed to take place, whether they were supposed to or whether they weren't, but most of the time they're not. And. I'm just not gonna have it anymore, allow it anymore. If it's not God and it's not supposed to be, it's not gonna be. You understand? And that goes for any and everything. I mean, I've been through enough just by even rededicating my life back. That was a huge step for me. And to even go through a divorce process, to even receive a divorce finalization, was another huge step for me. And for God to release so so much about who I really am and what I'm really called to do and releasing higher hearts desires that I never even had a desire for in my life. You know, per se, I had desires, but never knew the name to the desire, nor could put a face to it. And it happened to be yours. And I was always told what I can and cannot do, what I can and cannot have. And then here I bring my life to God, and God tells me the opposite. And you are part of that opposite, because I can have. And, and when I say can, that means that you are who God said you are to me. That's what I mean by can I don't feel like I should be walking on eggshells when I'm talking to you, just so you won't get the message mixed up as if I'm so focused on marriage where it has nothing to do with that. It's all about ministry. You understand? Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to marry you when the time comes. But today I just feel totally different about everything. I, um, I'm a woman of faith. And my feet are definitely planted. But I'm not going to allow myself to be engaged or involved in situations where I don't feel appreciated. And appreciation is not based upon anything being done behind your back. Love and appreciation and support is done in your face. Because... It's a part of who you are. And I appreciate the support, the love, that every time God showed me about you, what I did was I disconnected every form of communication from you even having of me what you do have, that you get nothing else. And God had me listen to a song, You Are Holy, Worthy Is The Lamb, and I realize that's not Christ-like. But I'm only releasing what I'm receiving. But at the same time, we don't become entangled to do evil for evil. And when I mean evil for evil, I mean tick for tick, Because you feel some kind of way, you don't have no one else to feel that kind of way, basically. Now, there's a such thing called good intentions and not so good Intentions. And God has great attention to, for me in my life. And I'm not going to have no one to tell me what I can and cannot do. And for God to release to me that you are a part of me. And you're not even strong enough to stand on your own two feet. Because you're being told far as me what you can and cannot do. And you're following. And it causes such a disconnection from me to you. But you're able to receive from me. And that's not fair at all. And I just thank God for having me to feel in my heart to be honest with myself and realize that I am not being appreciated. It doesn't matter what you say greatly about me behind my back, how you prepare behind my back and what you have prepared behind my back. But you show me anything to my face that you care about me at all. It's as if You're picking out your team, and I'm still left sitting on the bench. You picked everyone before me. You put everyone before me. You put everyone's feelings and their words and their instructions and their advice before me. My feelings doesn't matter to you, obviously, because you didn't even consult with me before you did anything about disconnecting yourself from me, knowing who I am to you. I came back, and I truly am sorry for what you've been through. I had no idea that, you know, but at the same time, you're not a victim. You understand? You are a victor. You understand? I understand you were hurt in the past. I'm not even going to speak that up, but what I do notice about the past. That's no different than now is that you send people to do things for you. People do things for you. I need you to do things for yourself. You have to have a, a backbone to have your feet planted enough to walk your walk back with Christ by yourself. You can't lean on someone else doing their walk. Do you understand? The entire time you were pursuing me, you never not once came to me yourself and said you were interested. You always sent somebody else. To say something for you. And then when I came to you about the situation, well when you came to me about situation about in my face when you gave me the car back, you know, that's what you said. You have no connection to me in such a way that all of those encounters were because, you know, other people were trying to do what was best for you. Because they think that I'm as I am best for you. That's what you said. People thinking that you're best for me. As if you don't even want me or you're not even heard about God to me. Now that's not fair to me, that you can sit around and think it's okay for you to pretend that you're not in love with me when you are, and i never even heard you even say it yet, and I'm still preparing to receive you, and I have not heard anything. If you feel that way about me, then why won't you say that? How are you going to let somebody cause you to miss your outcome for somebody who you love walking away and won't come back next time? What would they have to say then? Because I don't feel appreciated by you. I don't feel loved by you. I feel the least and I'm supposed to be, you know, connected to you in such a way. Other people get to see your laughter, get to experience being around you. Get to enjoy you. Get to hear from you. And you cut me off. No one knows you did that. If my own mother knew you did that. I wouldn't even want to think of the thought that anyone would say. The same if it was the other way around. Why be bothered? You understand? Sending people my way in the past to pursue me. You never came. You never came and said nothing. And why is that? How can you marry me? And you can't even say nothing to me. But you can say stuff to everybody else. That's why I told my mother, I don't want to hear anything about him. Don't even tell me what you see on his page. That's greatly that you think you so great to mention. Because I can care less if I don't have access. She thinking I don't have access because I defriended you. Not that you blocked me. How embarrassing is that? I can't say anything because God won't have me to. Because it would open up a door that's not supposed to be open and available unto me. And that's outside of the will. Which is walking away from you. Because who would want to stand there? It doesn't even matter about the past. That's behind. Do you understand? Because you're not always the innocent one. I had two some encounters of you in the past. And what makes it so much worse now is that I'm encountering encounters with you now during the preparation. I'm preparing to receive you as a husband, and you know that, and you tell me I don't want you because you want me to feel like I'm rejected. Don't respond to her. When she messaged me, don't respond back. She's messaging you, she's liking too much, she's doing too much, block her. I don't want to block her. Block her. Or even you have any attitude to say, I'm going to go ahead and block. But the decision was yours to make. And I was already going through so much. And I needed you by knowing who you are to me. And you keep shutting me down. By shutting me out. As if it's supposed to be preparation that way. How can I be wanting to marry you and I don't even know you? But you hear so much about me. Everyone get to see what's going on with you. And I can't. And I'm connected to marry you. Marry you. Marry you. Marry you. I don't even know you. I don't even know who I'm supposed to be preparing to marry. I have no connection to you because you disconnected yourself from me. So how am I supposed to feel inside? And I've been doing so well so far with all your rejections in front of people who you call friends. And you don't have no mercy upon me to say she's been through enough. Let me not also disrespect her. And you say words to me like everything is all right. But you're bringing all of that my way. As if it's not all right. You have a huge support system. And I'm going to tell you like this. I have a father. I have all spiritual support system. And I can gain access to anybody. There are many people in my path, but God put me away. And I'd rather afford to be this way than any other way in the world. You can have your way. Because your way sucks. And I can't stand it. You are no help to my preparation. Because I'm preparing by myself. And we're supposed to be a team. I don't care what you do behind my back. I see nothing. I don't care what you say behind my back. I hear nothing. Or what you demonstrate. I encounter nothing. How can you talk about me. My preparation behind my back. And not say anything to my face. I'm supposed to marry you. How many times have I said I loved you. In one sentence. And you can't even say even hello to me. And I'm supposed to marry you. You have a mouth to say anything else to anybody else and everybody have access to you but me? I'm supposed to marry you? Would you want to marry you? Father, you release this man. I have to be very mindful what I say to you, Father. Because what I say to you, you say unto me. I have experienced so many obstacles when people tell me that I can't do anything. I don't have enough of anything. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy enough. And then I have to feel the same thing in the preparation for the man I'm supposed to marry? That's pretty much what you're saying to me. I'm not worth you talking to. I'm not worth you. But I'm supposed to be connected to. It's not about you and I'm not going to make it about you and your feelings because obviously you don't give a crap about mine, but I'm not going to do evil for evil because I don't do tick for tat and I know who I am and I know what I can have and what I can do. I have a choice to marry you or not. I can still fulfill my assignment with you or not. I didn't give my life to God for the t- tell him about you, and then you have me sit in my bedroom and cry because I don't even know you. But I'm supposed to marry you? You sit around and talk about me, you know, about what, how much you care about me, but I know nothing. So what's that, what's that supposed to when is that supposed to start that I know that you care? When is that supposed to start that I can even talk to you and say hello to you? Who idea is that? But I'm supposed to marry you? I'm going to tell you like this. If I don't see a change this week. If I don't feel a change this week. I'm giving I'm giving you to, the, to Friday. I don't care. You get angry. You're not going to curry me. Or me feel to be carried. And I'm supposed to marry you. I don't even know you. And you're making it that way. Everybody else does. I'm the one left on the bitch. If I don't see any improvement, I ain't giving you no dates. If I don't see no improvement, you will see some in me. And you definitely going to see some change in me. And that's what I mean. That is not a threat. That is a warning. And you know a lot about warnings, don't you? Because you are called to give them. This is definitely a warning. Consider yourself warned. And I don't even feel up to even want to prepare anymore if I have to warn you. Why would I want to? It's not a free will. It's like I'm forcing you. I'm not forcing you. I'm not forcing you. So from this day forward, I fall all the way back. As if God never said anything about you to me. How about that?